Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, good. Oh, John, you've gone quiet. Still? No, nope, there, there you, you are. are. Maybe not. Uh, hopefully not tonight. Good evening and welcome to the CASA update for the week of 6-29-2015. Hi, Alex. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. So what has been happening lately? Well, uh, things seem to be quieting down a bit. Um, I, always good to start off with some good news. Um, the New York State Legislature adjourned last week, and uh, they managed to do that without passing any horrible anti-vaping legislation. Um, I think as uh, for those keeping score, uh, the only bill I believe that was signed into law was actually a bill that was passed last year, um, but that was the child-proof or child-resistant packaging bill. Um, and I believe there's already been a few, um, three or four manufacturers, um, not necessarily based in New York, uh, I think that were served with some some hefty fines, uh, and I think it was like ninety thousand dollars all said and done between four, three or four different uh, manufacturers. Um, so uh, anybody interested in researching that, go ahead. I, I don't have that information in front of me, but uh, <laughs> suffice to say, uh, child-resistant packaging is uh, the law of the land in New York State. But uh, no flavor ban, no taxes, no indoor use ban at the state level. Um, and just a, a friendly word of caution, uh, indoor use bans have been creeping across New York State county by county. So um, just because the state legislature has adjourned does not mean that your county legislature won't do something silly. Um, so. Uh, Everyone should be paying attention to that. Um, and then, what did we do for Connecticut? Um, we released a call to action for Connecticut uh, late last week. Um, I, I'm trying to remember everything. Uh, <clears throat> There were three or four bills in Connecticut this year, um, and I'm not exactly sure the mechanics of all of this. Um, so we had three bills in Connecticut, and um, right now the concern is that uh, a tax bill or tax language uh, will be inserted into something and moved along. Um, so we don't have a bill number, We I don't even have language. Um, we just have a tip, a credible tip, that taxes are back in play in Connecticut. Uh, so uh, everybody in Connecticut, please take a moment and check out our call to action for that. We're asking people to reach out to the House and Senate leadership and we've posted uh, email addresses that are available and uh, 
provided their phone numbers. You can also send them a pre-written email through our system. Um, and of course, the phone calls uh, are very helpful. Uh, they love talking to live human voters in their district. Um, and uh, some of these phone numbers, you, you may get their legislative aid or their, uh, you know, some sort of staffer. Uh, that's fine. Those people are, are paid to take down your messages and relay them to the, their respective lawmakers. Um, so let's see, that's that. New York, Connecticut. Um, I, I haven't put this together yet, but I got this from your, um, your daily nicotine email list jam. Um, I can, I can do a little, it's not self-promotion if I do it. For those of you who don't know, Jan Johnson puts out a, I don't even know what to call it. it it's kind of a, an it's online a, newspaper. A, yeah, paper LI. Paper thing. LI, yeah. um, which has a collection of uh, vaping-related, nicotine-related, smoking-related, other uh, kind of policy-related articles culled from the internet um, and uh, I have found it to be useful when I have the opportunity to sit down and comb through the headlines or the patience to do it. Um, unlike Jan, I, I don't have a lot of patience to sift through the news and find these useful bits, um, which is why it's good to subscribe to it. It's, just, it's the daily nicotine, right? Yeah. The daily nicotine, the uh, appropriately named paper LI. Uh, daily nicotine. Um, and so in last week's, I guess this was, this is almost a week old. Um, and I, I'm going to butcher the name. I think Snohomish, uh, Snohomish County, Washington. I, I debated whether or not the S was silent. So, uh, if, if you are a resident of Snohomish or Nohomish County, Washington, um, and please send your complaints to take action at org. Um, be sure to mention that you heard me butcher the name of your county on the CASA podcast, uh, and and we'll we'll hook you up with a, a free uh, membership to CASA, um, <laughs> which, is, which is everybody. It's free for everybody. Just to yeah. full disclosure there. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Snohomish County in Washington, uh, their county board of health is soliciting comment from residents regarding uh, possible implementation of a countywide indoor vaping ban. Um, and I'm working on this tonight. I'll be emailing that out to um, county Snohomish, Nahomish County residents. Um, and uh, I didn't, I've read the article when I saw it, but um, uh, I, I, right at the moment, I'm treating this as if they are looking for information about um, indoor use, yeah. but uh, you never know with everybody participating in this, they may very well <clears throat> try to adopt some other regulations. Um, and of course, Washington State already passed, um, is it Washington State or Oregon? And I get the two confused from a regulatory perspective, but um, uh, I, I believe there's already a couple of bills in Washington State that uh, 
affect things, but no indoor use ban from what I understand. Is that correct? Yeah, not yet. Okay, good. But the big thing in Washington State was taxes. So um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, and so the county is looking at uh, getting your input. There is a hearing on Wednesday, July 1st. Uh, this is a subcommittee hearing. This is not um, a, a big, uh, this is not an opportunity for public comment, uh, but the public is welcome. So I would uh, suggest if you are engaged in this issue and, and can make it to that hearing, it would be probably very useful to go and see what the uh, Board of Health already knows, thinks they already know. Um, on, on their county web page describing uh, the, the vaping and vapor products process that they're going through here. They have a, an interesting um, illustration of what an electronic cigarette looks like. Um, it's really close to a mod, but then it's it's just not. Um, <laughs> I, it's it's pretty bad. So safe to assume that the Snohomish. County Health, the Board of Health, um, really, really need your help um, <laughs> to understand these products. <sighs> no, they're um, and and most health departments just seem to get their information from you know the American Lung Association, Campaign for Tobacco Free Kids, Stan the Mechanic. I mean, they have no input from actual people who use the devices and you can tell oh, you can just tell by the the silly things they say and what they uh, attempt to write into their ordinances you know yeah it's, just, it's usually when that when that discussion tends to go off the rails and you know if we're talking about an indoor use ban and the discussion starts to lean or full-on tilt towards um you know, flavors and the children are putting other things in these devices or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. It's it's pretty clear that they've been getting their information from. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they're not getting they're not getting good information. They definitely could use some help. <laughs> yeah, and this is something that we're we are you know trying more and more to get involved with. Well, not so not so much get involved with that might be the wrong way to put it, but um, to engage at the local level and and, and we're doing what we can right. to put these alerts out as we get them. But it is um, it's not as accessible for us to to do these things um, as the, as it is at the state or federal level because of just the tools at our disposal, um, but. Uh, it, it is really, really important for people to remember that uh, a lot of state laws start out as local ordinances. And, yeah. um, you know, in the absence of, of state legislatures being in session, um, you know, your, your, your city council and your, your county government or municipality are going to be uh, taking a look at this issue. And I, I think I had seen, I don't know if it was Stan's... Uh, Post or somebody, somebody had quoted him somewhere, saying that uh, you know 350 cities, counties, municipalities around the country have passed 
some sort of, of regulation regarding electronic cigarettes, be it indoor vaping bans or uh, I'm not aware of many counties that have passed packaging laws. Um, and of course, we have Montgomery County in, uh, in Maryland that passed a tax. Um, Juneau, Alaska passed a tax. So, and DC, I believe, uh, I think that might be tomorrow, actually, we're, we're looking at, at the, the District of Columbia considering uh, a 70% wholesale tax on vapor products. So, um, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's not the world's greatest news either. And then that, that alderman from Chicago, oh my God. You I, read I what I he said. I, 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 I may have read it, but I, I, it's Okay. The... Um, he wants to raise the tax on smokeless tobacco. He wants to raise it 30%. And they've already passed a tax increase this year, but he says the budget shortfall is too much. So they need to raise it. And then, you know, he says, well, since smoking rates have gone down, we need to look at other ways to generate income. For instance, there are other things we could tax sugar, soda electronic cigarettes i'm like oh these people they just don't stop yeah that's one of those instances where the the you know almost the, the, the hypocrisy is is sort of glaring uh and and i don't even i i guess they don't see it themselves or Maybe to the rest of the world, it's smoking and tobacco, nicotine, whatever is just such an evil thing that it doesn't strike them as odd. But I, it, it, I, now that you bring that up, I, I think I may have tried to condense that into a tweet and, and found it very difficult because uh, you know it, it's hard to get all of those words into one. 140 characters plus the link saying, you know, and this is, this is probably the second or third time I've, I've heard some sort of public official say this of essentially, well, we just need the tax money, you know, yeah. I you mean, know, it, it's, it's, it's not about public health. It's that, right. and, 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 and it, it's always proceeded somewhere with that observation that smoking rates are declining. Yeah. I mean, isn't that, wasn't that the whole point of all of this of all of this ridiculousness with with public health and and we're going to ban everything here 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 and here here's an alternative that's not hurting you that's not hurting those around you uh, you know we've done we we the community have done testing significant testing on it we believe it to be safe you know to bystanders we absorb you know well over 90% of the whatever. And yet <laughs> there they are like, Oh, well we need to tax it and we need to ban it. Cause it looks like smoking. They might as well just say, we want your money and we don't want you to have any fun. I mean, that would definitely be honest. And, um, did you see what and you maybe didn't, did you see what, the man who's in charge of the cancer council in Hawaii. Did you see what he said yesterday? You know how they uh, raised no, this. Okay. <clears throat> they raised the smoking age to 21. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now they, they, they banned smoking in all kinds of places. 
he stands up and says, okay, well, because of the way Hawaii has structured its payments into like the cancer research hospitals and stuff, they're like, we're not going to get as much money since you've banned smoking. Really? <laughs> you don't, you don't find that statement a little hypocritical at all, do you? Yeah. And it doesn't bother them to say this stuff. It's ridiculous. And then he also talked about, well, you know, maybe we could tax fatty foods or, you know, obesity. Where did, where did these people come from? Can we tax idiots? I think we should. I think we could make a hell of a lot more money taxing morons. I feel, the part of me feels a little icky saying that, but maybe that's... Because <laughs> I, 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 you know, as I'm and am following this this discussion on uh, on our issue, it, it's you know it, it, the the ways in which things, especially you know, vice and uh, luxuries and stuff like that, the ways the, the way that those things are taxed is um, it's it's predatory and it, and it doesn't it doesn't really feel very good. Um, so yeah, I, maybe if we could just make stupidity hurt a little bit, it doesn't have to, there has to, there should, maybe there isn't any kind of government sanction, uh, financial consequences to that. But, uh, yeah, it's, people should just not be allowed to fail upwards. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I understand the, but these people are making these statements and I, I don't understand how nobody's calling them on it. It's like Stan and his, you don't need e-cigarettes. Smoking rates have fallen. What? Yeah, that's an interesting, um, I, I, I had started reading, um, Dr. Siegel's analysis of that. I had read, um, Carl's post on that. Yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten around to Dick Puddlecoat's, uh, oh, blog I, post yet. I, <laughs> I've read Stan's, uh, circular reason I've never seen a person actually prove themselves completely wrong with their own research and then publish it and act like see what a good job I did it's the most circular reasoning I've ever seen in my life and it, it fails when you look at it we know why smoking rates have dropped 30% it is taxation that is part of it but the fact is, there is something else out there, and people like it. It's yeah, not it, punishment. And, and and people have been gravitating towards other smoke-free alternatives for you know yeah. more than a decade uh, prior to electronic cigarettes coming onto the scene. Yeah. So yeah, this is this isn't uh, <laughs> this isn't necessarily new. Yeah. Well, you know, he thinks he deserves all the credit for it. I'm like, no. Actually, I think Stan and his ilk, they, they deserve some credit for people dropping e-cigarettes when he made all those statements about how dangerous it was and going back to smoking. And that, to me, is ridiculous. I, I think, and I know we can't, but if we lived in a perfect world, we should be able to sue them for that. Well, you know, it's, and I know that other smarter people have kicked around the idea um, other than me and, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the states took the tobacco companies 
to court for misleading consumers about the dangers of their product. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't, <clears throat> I, I find it hard and hard, harder and harder as this conversation goes on <laughs> to separate what the tobacco companies were punished for uh, from what some of our self-appointed public health advocates are are saying to the public. Yeah. Um, they may not be selling a consumer good in the traditional sense, but they are imposing these these misinformation campaigns on people. And to some extent, uh, you know, there, there will be avenues that we can uh, take advantage of to yeah. hold government agencies accountable. Um, I, I don't want to get too yeah, much into it because it's out of my wheelhouse at the moment. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, too. there are there are things in the pipeline for people to, to be paying attention to um, coming from us. Uh, and uh, I, but, yeah, I, it's at some point down the line, I, I think that these health organizations should really, really take a step back and, and consider the amount of liability they are exposing themselves to because uh, there are tens of thousands of people, tens of thousands of smokers out there who have likely not tried these products or stopped using these products because of the fear mongering that they've, well, that they've done. You, you know, um, when John Banzaff ran ASH, ASH US, okay, for, for those who think I'm talking about something else, when he ran ASH US, he used to sell a lawsuit kit. And what that lawsuit kit did was it sued public boards of health. Like it was all pretty much pre-written. You just selected your state, wrote in the names of the people on your board of health for not enforcing indoor smoking bans and this and that and this and that. And you paid your filing fee and, and you got your ban passed because no one wants to be sued. It's just kind of a shame we don't have a, a clever lawyer thinking about doing something like that where people could say buy a kit for 20 bucks and and sue these health organizations on mass it's just an idea i'm not saying anybody should do it i'm just saying it's just an interesting idea <laughs> you know oh i, I totally i totally I, I totally took that as somebody should do that um <laughs> well somebody should but uh, not me yeah <laughs> but I, 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 I don't have the legal prowess, obviously, to do that. Yeah. But, uh, I think it would be at least. I think it would be interesting. Let me put it that way. I think it would be interesting for them. I think it's kind of like um, flooding them with FOIA requests. If you right. do stuff like that, it it takes people away from spreading misinformation. You know, I mean, just thinking of it that way, it's interesting. You know, it, yeah. it takes part of their money that you know, away from that. And I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know. They used all these tactics on us when we smoked. I mean, and they worked. I kind of wonder why, uh, never mind. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> well, it's, I, I, it's a bit different. It's, you know, we're not fighting for prohibition. We're not, I know. we're not, we're not fighting for, to, to make law we're we're to some extent fighting to um right. and, and this is going to bring me to a, a, a different point but 
um, uh, you know, we're fighting to make sure that laws don't happen. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I think as these indoor use bans and other stuff gets implemented, it actually provides a bit of an opportunity to go back and change those laws. Um, and I, I, I don't exactly know the, all the details of, of how that happens, but uh, you know, it is possible. Um, and especially with all of these municipalities that have gone and defined smoking to include the use of the smoke-free vapor product, um, and the one example I have is Asheville, North Carolina, which I, I was just there last week. This was my vacation, um, and um, I, I thoroughly enjoy Asheville, North Carolina. It is, the, it is the freakiest town in the country, or at least it was at one point. Um, someone actually named them the freakiest town in the country. Um, it's great, you know. There's live music on just about every block. Um, there's tons of art and, and lots of wonderful food, uh, and and people are very nice. Um, but they, I guess, a few months ago, amended their smoking ordinance, and uh, it was simply smoking equals vaping. Um, and but the thing about the Asheville smoking law, at least how I remember it, and I, and I went, I double checked this week or last week. Um, the law is written in a way that if you choose to prohibit smoking in your establishment, you just put up the sign and smoking is prohibited mm -hmm. and the city backs you up. For the most part, pretty much everywhere, I didn't walk into a single establishment that allowed smoking, um, but it's, it's all of the businesses and restaurants have made the choice to be smoke-free. Mm -hmm. um, the problem with including vaping in that is that some of the more enlightened business owners might want to allow vaping, but they can't um, unless they also allow smoking. So what is, has happened, I, I feel like we may have talked about this before, but Asheville residents now have an opportunity to go back to their city council and say, you need to separate vaping from smoking. If, 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 restaurants and other establishments want to prohibit smoking, that's fine, but they may want to allow people to vape. If they want to prohibit vaping, then they can do that too. It's just, we need a separate definition. So, um, and I, I believe the, the, the change that happened this year was it applied to uh, city-owned parks uh, and some other outdoor spaces. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, it's at some point, I think the, the tactics that you were just talking about uh, may very well come in handy when we're talking about changing laws. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. They did it. It worked for them. I, I'm not saying it would work for us, but I'm, I'm saying I, when they're saying these things that are possibly endangering people's health, isn't that a crime? Especially if it's untrue. Yeah, there's a there's certainly a moral issue with it. I don't know if uh, yeah, you, know, know. The, 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 you know when it comes to crime. I guess it depends on what the law says. <laughs> so, somewhere deep in the code, I'm sure that there's something written about that, and and somebody should probably dig that out. Mm. Um, but yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I'm just tilting at windmills here. I do that sometimes. But, uh, yeah. So, a anything else in the pipeline, Alex? Or Not yet. <laughs> um, the, the 4th of July is coming up, so I think a lot of people's minds are kind of on the holiday. Uh, it is summertime, uh, right. so I, I assume that making law is generally unpleasant during the <laughs> time of the year when most people are supposed to be in vacation mode. Um, so it, it's likely to be, um, I'd say that knock on, knock on wood, um, it's likely to be a quiet few weeks here. Um, we do still have, um, uh, 2058. Uh, yes, we do. I, I'm trying, I wanted to, um, uh, I'm not in my normal account. Um, there are still several state legislatures in session, um, about a half a dozen or more. Um, I have to, I have to sign out of my, uh, Kasaj email and <laughs> sign back in to my Gmail to get this. Um, I'm going to read off, I'm going to read off this short list because I was thinking about it before and, um, this is the only, this is the first time this year that I can read this list and not spend the entire podcast talking about it. <laughs> so, uh, the following states are wrapping up their legislative sessions tomorrow. Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Delaware, and the aforementioned North Carolina. Nice. Um, the remaining states that we will be looking at closely for the rest of the year. Uh, Oregon ends uh, July 11th. Yeah. California goes until September 11th. Yeah, of course they do. Massachusetts goes until the middle of November. And then right up until New Year's Eve, we have Ohio, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. And New Jersey's legislative session goes until the 2nd of January, 2016. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, it, I was going to say, gee, I, I thought it was only the worst states that like dragged it out forever. No, no. Massachusetts and, and New York and California, they only drag it out to like mid-November at worst. can't believe some of these states run to the new year. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These people just don't really want to take a break. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, these are, you know, New Jersey. Uh, there's a lot of people living here, um, and uh, they like to law. Um, <laughs> Pennsylvania <laughs> as well. Um, you know, um, I, I don't quite know Pennsylvania's story. I lived there for, for over 10 years, but... Uh, that's Pennsylvania. Thankfully, we have some uh, some very uh, tuned in advocates in, in Pennsylvania that are yeah. very active and, uh, and and working diligently on keeping keeping vaping accessible in that state. So, kudos to them. Without naming them, you know who you are. Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, yeah, so <sighs> yeah, plenty of fun times ahead. Um, 
these, these, this handful of states is likely to keep us somewhat busy for the rest of the year, but nothing like we saw in the first four months. That um, was, yeah. The, the first four months were kind of like a, a nightmare. So this is kind of nice. Should give us a chance to focus on some federal stuff. Yeah, and so uh, just to, I guess, wrap things up, speaking of federal stuff, uh, I guess I haven't heard much about it, but we are still following a, uh, was it an appropriations bill? Right. Um, and uh, that's, so it was an appropriations subcommittee. Yeah, it's, it's like the subcommittee for agriculture and, and something really strange. Yeah, it's several agencies. Um, yeah, all in one. I, I believe that might be moving to the full committee. We haven't issued a call to action for that because it's not um, necessarily something that we're going to have an impact on. Um, I, I think a, the it's industry. It's a business thing. Yeah, the the industry people are, are uh, somewhat tuned into that, and if you know, if they need our help, we're here. Um, but uh, again, that, that's another bit of, of code in, in federal, um, at the federal level that would uh, prevent the FDA from uh, ripping all of our products off the market because of, because of the grandfather date. Uh, and then, of course, HR 2058. Um, I did notice last week we got an additional sponsor to that. Um, I saw that this is, this is, at this point, this is predominantly a partisan bill. Uh, it's all Republicans on this. Um, so it would be really nice for those of you that live in, in um, uh, districts represented by a Democrat to uh, put the put the screws to them and, and get them a little bit more motivated to save your life. Um, Somebody should see if Bernie Sanders will co-sponsor this. I don't think he will. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah you know the the harm reduction argument. It it should play better with with the liberal crowd um, and, uh, and that's that's just a point we need to keep making uh, so um, yeah those are the two and I believe is it July 2nd is the deadline for our FDA workshop calls to action I thought it was the second or the third well there's still a few more days let's uh, <laughs> Put it that way. If I if I have to sift through this, uh, let's see what we got here. Um, yes, July second is the deadline for uh, submitting comment on the uh, last FDA workshop, e-cigarette workshops. Yeah, it's for all three. So we have even if, if you're just tuning into this now, um, we have three calls to action. There were three workshops. Um, you can submit your comments on any one of these three, and the deadline is July 2nd. Excellent. And that's that. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for everything you do for us, Alex. I, I, we really appreciate it. Um, if you've not already joined CASA, please head over to CASA.org and sign up. Um, we want to help you fight off ridiculous laws um, that preclude your ability to use tobacco harm reduction as you see fit without being unfairly taxed. Um, 
we are Kassam Media on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Google Plus, um, and head on over to the uh, official Facebook page, the Kassah.org Facebook page, or the We Are Kassah Facebook group. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. Um, thank you for listening. Have a great night. Thank you, Alex. Thanks. Thanks.